evening. This is the Curious Anarchy podcast, and we're back once again of Curious Muse with myself, Jermaine, and the wonderful and amazing, lovely, attentive, caring, beautiful, and wonderful Mark. I'm here in case that person's not. I've got to just let you know. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Jermaine, I've just been watching loads of things uh, on social media and there's not a single commentator I could name that's better than you at presenting things. What on earth are they thinking of? Uh, I just don't get it. I just don't get it. Just don't. Sorry, I, I fail to understand how this works. It seems like I have a long way to go then. No, no. <laughs> how did they discover people like, I don't know, Terry Wogan? Where, was he sitting in a bar? I mean, how did they discover these how people? How was they got... discovered, actually? Don't know, we need to investigate point. this because... Quite frankly, they're missing a trick here. I can't say it, say it often enough. If you're listening around the world, Guam, get in contact with the BBC. Tell them about Jermaine. Thank you. <laughs> oh, man. So, Jermaine, I want to ask you a question. Mm, go ahead. Go ahead. Now, you may not be able to help me with the answer, but I'm curious. Um, and I'm musing about it. I'm, I want to know... Over 365 days a year, what does the Queen do? Because I haven't heard from her for a long time. She hasn't run, she hasn't phoned, she doesn't do social media. Mm-hmm. I haven't heard from her for ages. And suddenly two things today, which arguably are about as contradictory as you can do, she's done. And I just think to myself, why? Why would you wait, you know, I don't know, three months and then do it both on the same day? So as you know, the Queen has showed her true Marxist colours and come out uh, saying that she supports Black Lives Matter. <laughs> All the gammon the proper <laughs> monarchy yeah. supporters must be absolutely seething. Well, we've got to break this down a little bit because, see, two, two racists, they actually think that if you support Black Lives Matter, it means that you don't support All Lives Matter and that, therefore, you must be some kind of communist. Mm-hmm. So from people all the way from Trump to Farage, all have this kind of mindset. And now the Queen's jumped on board. So she has said to a, a, a senior officer in her army, who happens to be a black gentleman, that she's, she thoroughly supports it. Now, it may well be because she also has a, 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 a mixed-race black uh, grandson, which, you know, would make common sense that you would say, um, why would I do anything to prejudice against him or anyone else in the family or my, my daughter-in-law? You know, so... That would make sense. Any grandmother would do that, I would have thought. But and I, I think it's interesting as well that she's actually, well, that I say she's come out and said this, that it's been released that she said this. Because do you remember when Meghan and Harry were doing that whole Oprah yeah. interview and there was the accusation yeah, yeah, about yeah, yeah. the racist in the family? Yeah, yeah. Now we know it's not the Queen. Well, we knew it. Most people were saying it definitely <laughs> wasn't the Queen. But now we've got we've got absolute proof. It may well have been her husband who no longer is with us and she may feel free to, she might not feel uh, the suppression of male dominance in her household and she may feel free. Mm. Uh, and it's got, you've got to question the Queen's ability to do what she can because um, a lot of people, the gammons, would say, I've only taken me for two people, uh, God and the Queen. Mm-hmm. So Sounds like if the Queen turns up at the FA Cup final and takes a knee, where does it put that, those gammons? Can you imagine the Queen taking a knee? Well, yes, I saw it. I came. But if she really? did, I mean, I do remember her. T- I do remember her taking a knee on her coronation. 
It was, yeah, there was lovely was silk. However many fucking decades. A hundred years ago, but, but there was silk <laughs> ki- cu- silk cushions down that she could kneel on. But if that they was put probably s- the last knee that she ever um, took. Well, we can't ask Prince Philip. Okay, okay, well, you know, let's not go there. Yeah, no, but I'm, I'm trying not to. But I'm just saying. So anyway, the point I'm trying to make is she has taken a knee before. She could easily take a knee over this. In which case, where I mean, if the, if the Wembley was to put silk cushions all the way down, she could take a knee. Where does that leave the gammon who say we'd only take a knee for the Queen? Very, very mm. confused, I would say. Mm. How to make bacon sweat. That's how to do it, mate, because it's very confusing. Now, I want you to talk about why the Queen has got a little bit her, her wires mixed today, because she's also granted um, a permanency to the Chief Police Commissioner. I think it's for yeah. London, but... Uh, Dick, C- Cassandra Dick, or whatever her name is. Um, yeah. Yeah. Now she's granted uh, her permanency in her post as head of what? the. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was okay. So to be clear, Miss Dick, Miss Dick, uh, only had a temporary um, contract until um, um, I, I think like December or something. So she's granted uh, it till 2022. I don't know. I can't remember exactly, but it's something like that. Now, the Queen, therefore, has, on the same day, come out in support of BLM and come out in support of the people that give her BLM the most problems. (laughs) Now, I'm not not a a strategist, but I don't know how that works, Jermaine. How does that work? (laughs) And and, and the thing is, is that Cressida Dick has been someone that, like, has been advocated against. Like, people are trying to get her out. It's not like we're happy with her. No, no, no. But wow. I'm saying the Queen has now put herself in a foot in both camps. Wow. Okay. Can people not see the hypocrisy? <laughs> like, honestly. Camps. Now, we had to come <laughs> back to the piece of news yesterday, Jemaine, or I think it was yesterday or the day before, where the government's education minister could not identify the gentleman he was talking to on a Zoom meeting even given the clue that the gentleman he thought he was talking to was in fact the man who has done the most in terms of education and providing school meals for children who who are in absolute poverty in this country. And he couldn't distinguish that that wasn't the person he was talking to. And he's the education minister. It shows you the standard of education in this country. Well, I was just about to say, I mean, this is the guy that's responsible (laughs) for the curriculum. It's symbolic, that's what it is. You wouldn't want to play charades with him, would you? Let's face it. <laughs> For fuck's sake, you'd be out there all day playing. Is he, what, is what he driving a racing mean? car? Yes. Is he black? No. Okay. Do you is remember Hamilton? the name yes. of the rugby player? I think it was no, Michael. No, he didn't. He didn't remember the name. That's the point. Oh right. Yeah. No, 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 I'm no, asking no. you. I'm asking you if you remember the name. Because I, I know that there was something that. Uh, Major, it, 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 it wasn't Marcus Rashford. It was. Okay, we, we have to make a distinction. Marcus Rashford does, has done campaigns in this country to help impoverished school children. He's, he's fucking famous. He's probably, as, he's probably more he's, famous than the education what, you know minister. You know what I think, right? Right now, I think Marcus Rashford is actually like some sort of satellite member of government. I think, well, you certainly, you could argue he's the leader of the opposition because we don't see who the person is <laughs> who is the leader of the opposition. But I, I'm going to go this far and say, I'll stick my neck out and say he's more famous than the education minister. Yeah. yeah so what I'm saying is the rugby gentleman is not, he's a great player, hmm. but he's one of many great players in the England team. You wouldn't go, oh, this guy would stands, you, it's not messy. Would you say that 
Marcus Rashford is more influential than the education minister, Gavin Williamson. You'd have to tell me what the education minister's actually done for me to answer that question. <laughs> I mean, all I can remember is things like episodes like him saying schools could not close down and then telling them to close down on the same day. Yeah, yeah. I can remember things like that. I don't remember him doing anything of any significance. I've worked in education. I can't remember any input he's had that has improved education. I don't know if you remember, there was a campaign by the government to, to, for students who had missed two years of education to have um, like more mentors in schools and more after-school tuition so they could catch up. Yes, 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 yes. Was do you that remember that? Concoction? But I'm saying, do you remember that? Yeah, I remember. Was that his concoction? Oh, he's the head of education, so you've got to think it would be. But what I'm saying to you is, whatever happened to that? <laughs> I mean, there's a number of things. Like, do you it's remember the, the testing? Once again, every single it's fucking not a U-turn. thing they put out there, It's not a U-turn. Oh, it's oh, it's oh, no, we're going to do no, this. Oh, no, we're going to do Jermaine, that. Jermaine, it's not a U-turn. It's inertia. They're not even doing it. It's not a U-turn. It means you have to do it in the first place. <laughs> This is like, you know when you talk to kids and you go, what would you like to do today? I want to go to the park, I want to ride a plane. This is like them doing that. Yeah. What, what, what idea comes into your head? Why don't we have more mentors in schools? Um, oh. Mr. Williamson, we're going to have to pay them. Oh, okay, let's just drop that one for now. Uh, why don't we have of the, of the um, testing for, for vaccines, uh, for, for, for the, sorry, for the COVID in the Isle of Wight? Why don't we test it? Oh, what happened to all that? Oh, no, because I don't know what happened. We didn't really research it. So, what actually are you doing? Just so we know, <laughs> what are you doing? Because I can't see any evidence of this. Other than, so, okay, here's a question for you. You've you've been, because you've got a child now and, and your child is in schools, you'll be uh, aware of education. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what is the most memorable thing in two, three years Gavin Williamson has done in education? Now, I know the answer, but I'm not sure if you do. <coughs> um, I don't know. What, what, what would that be? Well, it's really simple, Jermaine. Historically and uh, momentous, momentously, yeah. it's forgetting Marcus Rashford was not the person he spoke to. <laughs> no, seriously, has he done anything that's reached you know, above that? that? It's, if that's the know, purpose... It's amazing, right? I, the, the way that I see this whole political strategy <laughs> really be playing out, it's like a play. Every yeah. day, Boris comes out and says something ridiculous, <laughs> and then Hancock had to come out and kind of go against him, saying, no, actually, it's this, and then they'd be infighting, and, like, we'd see a full range of emotions. I'm going to ask you a simple question. I'm going to ask you a simple, <laughs> simple question to deal with this. Let's deal with this in a semi-mature mature way that the government don't seem able to do. What would you have to... I want you to do... A, I want to actually do a game with you on, on the, um, the poll about this. What would you actually have to do to be fired from this government? Because... How bad and inefficient... Your wife in your office. No, that's different. He didn't get fired. He stood down. Yeah, it's not the same fair. thing. Yeah. Yeah, no, no. I'm talking about what do you have to do to get fired. And I'm saying to you on the grounds of efficiency, you know professionalism, anything like, you know, years ago, morality meant that you stepped down if you made a really serious blunder that cost the country. 
you would have to not agree with Boris Johnson. Do you remember when he came what? in? He literally shook up the whole cabinet. He put all of his people in there. Well, he didn't, it's not because they didn't agree with him. He put in people that he he ensured would be the same right wing viewpoints as him, which is fair right. enough. I mean, like, all right. governments have done that. That's that's not a problem. Mm. <clears throat> but but judging them on the even the efficiency of their right wing ineptitude, <laughs> even when they slipped up on that. What do they have and, to do to get fired? This is the thing. All of these, these minutes, you know what? <coughs> I was going to say, I don't think Dominic Raab has even done anything sort of quote unquote wrong, but I'm sure right, he I, has. I don't want to talk about him because he didn't, he didn't no. get sacked. Do you remember so it's when, irrelevant. Uh, no, no, I know, no. But when, um, <laughs> what was it? Boris was in hospital and he came in and he apparently did quite a good job. Um, yeah, but, so but, but, I, I, I don't know anything more than that. But right, okay. So, so if we're saying so we had Hancock, right, who obviously messed up the, all of these, oh, I don't know what the hell he did. No, I'm what asking you a simple plan. question. I don't know Jermaine. what script he was reading. <coughs> I'm asking you a really simple question. What, it's, it's, what, what he did was absolutely terrible. Then we had Priti Patel, who yeah, exactly. up with this little island in the middle of fucking nowhere, talking about we're going to put all of this. Well, there's there's loads she's done. She remember she said she also said about kept, booing. There was a she fight. She talked about booing. Uh, players taking the knee. Don't forget all this. I mean, what yes, level of ineptitude? Absolutely. absolutely. What, what level of ineptitude do you have to do to get sacked? Given that it's, the Prime Minister's actually called people Islamic women who wear veil post boxes and talk about watermelon smiles of black people, what would you have to do to be sacked from this government? It's a simple question. I don't you, years ago, years what, ago, what, you got what sacked. Is, what do you think you'd have to do to get sacked? Years ago, you got sacked on grounds of gross misconduct or morality, mm-hmm. of which both levels they've proved. To, I mean, that is, if it was an Olympic event, this government would be top three in the world. <laughs> so you've got to say they have achieved gross misconduct and a lack of professionalism and a lack of morality. In all three of those areas, they would be top top three in the world. Yeah. I'm struggling to name you something that would be severe enough for that. I mean, spying? No, because they kind of. I mean, certainly Trump did spying, liaising with the Russians and what what. Um, treason? What's treason anymore? Slate in the country? I mean, I don't know. People do that every day. The Farage will be. Thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, lying, cheating, stealing. I mean, they, don't, yeah. they do that daily. Yeah. I've seen your posts on. Um with the the bus why don't we reverse you know what's really interesting every time i see that bus i'm like oh yeah they promised that didn't they yeah (laughs) daily weekly yeah 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 okay let's try this the other way around man this might help and now this is like look they promised 350 million per year Uh, to the nhs yeah yeah to the nhs right now hey listen leaving europe we were meant to be getting leaving europe we meant to get 350 million a a week but don't we go with this we were, I mean, we meant to get that. But here's a simple... Let's let's try reversing this. To be fair to the government, let's try reversing this. To be fair... Go on, try try, try and be fair. Right, instead of saying what would you have to do to be fired, give me one example of, of efficient... Uh, sort of... You know, like, if we say Marcus Rashford was brilliant the way he, he got food for the impoverished children of the country, what would you have to do... I mean, what, what government minister would stand out for you for having done something that you go, wow, that's pretty impressive? I'll give you time to think about it. 
I'm trying to be fair. You know what? It's in fact, I think this probably leads into our next um, topic. <laughs> I know that we're hitting 15 minutes now. Oh, um, sorry. Go, 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 Jimmy. You know, go, it's, go. it's all good. It's all good. Um, taxes. Oh yeah, I need one because I need to get to um, Cruise Hill in 10 minutes. So that's great. Have you got one, Andy, or even an Uber? <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> so yeah, taxi, not tax Steve. Um, yeah. What was it? They they put tax up. Uh, they, they, you know they they put up national insurance. That, that's so the you're, one. You're yeah, going to have to pay two hundred pound more. Um, no, so uh, you're going to pay two hundred pound more a year. Is it no more than that? Yeah, I, th- I think if you're, if you're on twenty k, I think it's an yeah. extra one hundred and thirty quid, and yeah. then if you're at like if you're on fifty k, it's something like five hundred and five pounds. And that is Jermaine when at the same time they're taking twenty pound off a week from people who are on universal credit. Right. And this is all meant to be for social care. But yet there's no idea of how or where it's going to be spent. Right. So they're going to take your money. Like imagine. You all agree we want to help social care. Yeah, yeah. So we're going to take £200 a year off every single person who's working. Uh, but where's that actually going to be spent? Does it go to the NHS? Because isn't there a budget for the NHS, which includes the money from Brexit? What well, is, to... is it filling this gap of debt that's been opened up even further now? Well, when you've got an 80-seat majority, it doesn't really matter, does it? Because you're not asked to account for it. Maybe it's to decorate Boris's flyer. Maybe. Again. But what I'm saying is, where's the where's the evidence? Where's the proof? And a lot of companies in this country, and certainly a lot of landowners in this country who don't come from this country, are not paying any tax. Mm. So technically, you could go to a job tomorrow. You could get a job in Asda tomorrow and have to pay £200 a year out of your national insurance to, to for social care, and Jimmy Carr would not pay a penny. Mm. In fact, there was one bit of... <laughs> Good news, I was going to say. Oh, Not you. really good news, but news. Well, I'm waiting for some good news. Good. On on tax, actually. I think it was uh, Amazon. They paid something like £450 million in tax last year. Um, last year? Yeah, and, and, and they made something like £21 billion. So, are they back paying all the money they haven't paid up till now? Because that's only one year. Like if, I don't, <laughs> if I don't pay one year's of tax, they don't go, oh, that's fair enough, Mark. You paid, one, you paid last it, year's. Forget the other 10 years you haven't paid, Mark. Don't worry it about does that. sound a little bit Trumpish. It Just does a tiny bit, a tiny <laughs> bit. And also, and also, the other side of that is, the other side of that is, um, all these companies now, because in theory COVID's ended, even though it's nowhere near ended, because we're nowhere near the end of this, Mm-hmm. Right, we're now on our fourth potential fourth uh, uh, booster jab mm-hmm. because there's variants on the variant now. All the companies, electric, gas, water, are all putting their prices up now. The train company put the biggest price up they've ever had. Mm-hmm. So what's all this about us being in it together, business? Right. So now what you have is a situation where people who are below the poverty line, the the threshold for a decent standard of living are going to be even further under pressure. But not just, not just, not even those people. What what about, no, but what about, what about yourself? What about your, okay, let's say your partner, your partner decides to go to Scotland, to Glasgow. It's cheaper to her to fly than to get a train up there. How, How stupid is that? What kind of system do we live in 
where the train is more expensive than flying. When anyone would, you know, you fly, you're in there an hour, and you go by train, you're seven hours. So I'm paying more to go seven hours by train. Then what? Who wrote this book? So I mean, all this is happening against the backdrop of us not even recovered from this. Now the other thing they're saying is, what did I hear the other day? Yes, someone I think it was one of the supermarkets said. Do not suspect that we're going to go back to a time where you can get anything you want from supermarkets. There's serious shortages, and the shortages of people all the way down the line, workers in the store, workers delivering food, workers, See, people that work. really interesting, right? Because I, I think um, I might have mentioned this on a previous episode somewhere about supermarkets and stuff. I remember I was in my, yeah, my, you did, you did. my local chippies, right? Um, as you do. And there was a manager of a lo- not the local Sainsbury's, but another, you know, Sainsb- uh, sorry, a Tesco in the area. And um, he said that he's got absolutely no shortages of anything. Suppliers are ready, in place, everything is there. He has everything he needs. And they made three times the profit based on the year before. So, where okay, making people- Making profit and having shortages is not the same thing because you can still make like say I had a supermarket, I could still make a profit even if I got no oranges. That's, that doesn't mean I don't make a profit. So what I'm saying is the, prof, the, 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 the problem we've got in this country, in the care industry and supermarkets, is a lot of the people doing these jobs came from abroad. And Brexit has scared them off. And we haven't done anything to make it easier. In fact, we made it harder so that you've got to fill out tons of forms. So even They've people who- have encouraged to leave, basically. But effectively, yes. And then now we're saying, well, there's not enough people to do the job. Wouldn't it have been better to work that out before you? I don't know. Sorry, I mean, I'm missing something here. Don't you do the research and go, <laughs> fucking hell, we're going to be short by like. They have to X-ray. create another problem and then come with some sort of solution. Well, okay, <laughs> this so. Is how it works. They never no, just no. solve anything and that's it. All right, There's let's talk about end. the next one. The next one was do you remember when Boris jaunted all the way across to Australia to, to try and rekindle Commonwealth and colonialist links? so that we didn't have to trade with Europe. During the pandemic, right? Yeah, do you remember all this? And he went there and he said, we, we can now eat Vegemite. Like that's some big thing for people here. Apparently. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, now- he was traveling around the world, wasn't he? And, and no, but, but specifically- like um, so that you'd no, never but, but, ever want. Jermaine, there are specific countries that he definitely wanted on board, like Australia, because it's got a colonial history with England. So they're absolutely 100% wanted that on board. They're under the Commonwealth anyway. Yeah. No, but he wanted it as a trading part. No, no, no. This was important for him. You know, to the old, you know, see the red, white, and blue everywhere, all that nonsense. So anyway, <laughs> um, so anyway, um, he, now there's a there's a problem with Australia because apparently England tried to put into the deal for food or trade mm-hmm. a clause about the environment, and the Australians going, "Well, we're not signing that." <laughs> we're not agreeing to your climate ideas. We don't agree to that. Uh, this is meant to be a trade deal. Wait. It's, like me, it's like me trying to buy your bicycle from you and at the same time saying, but you must use Daz and, or um, bleach on your bathrooms. Otherwise I, won't, otherwise, I won't buy your bike. Interesting. Yeah, but it's caused a real conflict. You keep an eye. I mean, the Australian minister, although... The Australians seem to be quite sort of backward about this sort of thing. No disrespect to anyone in Australia, but more your governments. Um, uh, he said quite rightly, I'm happy to do trade deals with trade people and climate deals with climate people. 
I don't think mm-hmm. I should merge the two, which is sensible. <laughs> you wouldn't go to China and go, you know what, we're doing a lot of deals made in China, but you know, before we do that deal with you, can you just cut down 80% of your pollution? It's like, yeah, all right, mate, see you later. <laughs> you know, who the fuck you know are you? I mean? yeah, really? Who are you? Who are you? Sorry, who, who, who made this deal? Who yeah. who's responsible for this? Who do you think? Anyway, the, the point is we've gone we've come back to that thing about efficiency and ability to organise in the government. Yeah. I, I seriously suspect that if they were in charge of breweries, it would be very hard to have a proper party in there. I really do. <laughs> They have given us a whole round of papers. This hot, like especially with the pandemic. Before it was a joke, but right now it's it's yeah, it, it's just becoming even more and more painful now. So you and I have done things like we've supported campaigns, for example, like Sarinda when she was put in prison. But expecting a government that this that is this woefully inefficient, not even that they're racist and they're sort of like bigoted and but but just woefully inefficient. You know, I don't know if you remember, there was a woman got arrested in, I think it was in Iran, under house arrest in Iran. And she was someone's wife from here. Mm. And they asked Boris to get her out. And she's been there three years now. They still haven't made any progress. Wow. They're just totally incompetent. And the point is that people still go, oh, listen, don't give them a hard time. It's not easy, you know, during a pandemic. These are not four-year-olds. Like, I understand Shiloh. Don't give him a hard time because it's his first time at school. He's a... These are people that are meant to be running the country. Like, don't give them a hard time. <laughs> For God's sake. I mean, this we is still... their job. And then like, we're going to we have the thing. Remember that this is their job. They're not some some like do-gooder civil civil servants. You know, this, this is. I want to do a campaign job. with you. I want to do a campaign with you. But here on Curious Anarchy, we'd like people to donate one pound, one dollar, wherever you're from, one euro. Every time you hear your government or our government talk about having an investigation. (laughs) (laughs) So if you're in the United States, you know the investigation into the disruption at Capitol Hill. And here we have the investigation into Grenfell. And somewhere else you have the investigation into government corruption. And everywhere you go, we want you to donate a pound every time you hear the word government investigation. I sound like a Dalek now. Are you hearing me properly? The the chat and the PayPal details for Curious Anarchy up in the Okay, fine. Good. Because I think people should give a pound every time you hear that because, quite frankly, it is the go-to save-me position of any government that hasn't got a clue what they're doing. Let's have an investigation. Who's going to do it? Oh, maybe the Queen. Uh, when we get the results? Soon, soon, soon. Okay, when's that then? I mean, Hillsborough is still going on. God's sake. Right. Stephen Lawrence is still going on. I mean, How these things are 20 bro? years old. How long is Hillsborough? I mean, New Cross. Uh, well, uh, it was 89. Stephen Lawrence, when was that? I mean... Um, I, I was three when Hillsborough happened. What was the other one? Um, when Stephen Lawrence happened, I think I was around, oh, maybe 12, 13. There was... Um, oh, there was another one. Cannot New Cross. New Cross? Yeah, New, New Cross. Yeah, New Cross was, Fire? That was two that years was, into Thatcher, so 82, 81, 82. Yeah. We, but what I'm saying is, you don't ever get the outcome of these things. Occasionally you get a judge sitting there going, what we should try and do is stop being racist in the police force. 
So hold on, someone's been murdered. You spent ten years in a fire. Your outcome is we shouldn't be racist in the police force. I mean, not being funny, but my kid sister could have told you that after school. You need an investigation of ten years to do that seriously. Just so I know. <sighs> okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Unbelievable. This, like, <sighs> man. We could do that, and then we could do bingo, Jermaine, where people can put across what sporting events they think will happen and which won't. Because I heard today that the, the last test match between England and India has been cancelled because certain people in the India camp have now got COVID. I was going to say, yeah. what, what was happening with that whole, like, big wave of um, yeah, yeah, well, this, Why are we playing yeah. India? Well, you tell me, but I'm saying... And, we, and, and the, what's been happening here? Because we've been picking up everything from everywhere else in the world. But so. they said there were 90,000 from the COVID cases from the from the cup final of the European Championship thing. Remember that we said it was a tester. Um, and... But certain sporting events like the Olympics went ahead, even though the people of Japan were grossly upset about that. Mm. But what I'm saying is it's a pick and mix what goes ahead and what doesn't, really. I wonder what's happened with COVID in Japan since. I mean, for example, in this country, Glastonbury and um, Nighting Hill Carnival got cancelled, but yeah. other events took place. Mm. So I think we should do a, a bingo thing where you just read out the names and you put a cross if it's actually taken place and then you win a prize. <laughs> you win a vaccination kit or something. I don't know. <laughs> a vaccination kit. <laughs> Second prize, you win two vaccination kits. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it's been fun. It's been fun. Curious news for today. Hold on. But can the... I just say before you before you wrap up, Jermaine? Can I just offer people the opportunity? If there's people out there, you're not making a lot of money. You feel a bit run down because of the virus. Don't you? I'm going to offer you the option to take an idea that we've just put up on here and you can use it as a money-making enterprise quite happily for us. It's called the Gavin Williamson Game of Charades. <laughs> and the idea of the game is you don't have to necessarily get the right answer, just something close to the right answer. <laughs> and that's anyone's guess. Yeah, anyone can do it. It's a great game. It's, it's so much easier than in real charades where you have to be sort of spot on. Uh, you know. <laughs> what was that other game? Do you the game where you lift the things up and you got to guess who it is? What was that game called? Guess we'll, who? We'll play. Guess who? You know, Gavin Williamson's Guess Who. Let's play that. Yeah. So uh, anyone wants to start that game, by all means, go ahead. It's on us. Happy Christmas. Happy New Year. And um, or maybe we could you could do it in a battleships version because the Tories. Yeah. <laughs> that'd be great. No, the battleship, and then what, what you could do is try and push the battleships away from the British coast. If yeah. it's too close to, with foreign people on it or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Thank you so much, Mark. It's been fun. This is a laugh, isn't it? It's a laugh, laughing at how stupid our country is. Yeah, brilliant. Myself, Jermaine, alongside. Who Jermaine should be on television. I'm telling you now, people, there should be a campaign. Get Jermaine on television. <laughs> get, let's get real hosts on TV, not these silly messes. <laughs> alongside the one Marky it's been Hi. wonderful thank you so much thank you all for tuning in please hit us up on the Twitter and Instagram at underscore curious anarchy and uh, have a guess what kind of dog it is that you can hear barking in the background I don't know but it's a shit zoo <laughs> <laughs> that's all from us thank you good morning good afternoon good evening and good night Good.